News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. The Raiders have made a pitching change here in the sixth inning. Eric Swan will be making his first relief appearance of the season. Yeah, this uh, is appearance number 10. Uh, he's been a weekend starter all season. <coughs> Eric Swan thrown 36 in the third innings, 32 runs, 30 of them earned, 39 hits, 30 walks, 39 strikeouts, 7.43 ERA. One in five record. 30 walks in 36 innings for this right-hander, and that has been one of the reasons that he has uh, not been able to have a lot of success as a starter. He's one in five overall. Earned run average of 7.43. And we'll see how he does coming out of the bullpen today. First time in relief for the big right-hander. Listed at 6'6", uh, 240 pounds, out of Oakland High School here in Murfreesboro. First batter he will face will be Holderbach, who had base hits against Ham in each of his first two times at bat. Now the Raiders will play first baseman right up on the grass, expecting a bunt. Jennings has got to hold back because there are runners at first and second. Holderbach takes a strike called at 97. One strike to count. And we know that uh, Swan can throw the ball harder than that. Big right-hander comes set and the pitch low for a ball. One and one. I keep meaning to make inquiries about our radar, the way it shows up on the uh, scoreboard, whether it can actually do three figures. Which is high. I don't think so, John. I don't see enough room out there. No. Two balls and a strike. So we've seen 96, we've seen 97, now we've seen 98. Pitch, tried to bunt, fouled it off. Two and two. So I wonder if uh, if some of those 99s that we've seen over the course this season aren't really more than that. I don't know. I haven't seen any yet. <laughs> Not today. The pitch, high ball three. There's a 99 for you. Three and two. So, Come he's, back trying, and he's trying to give you an yeah. out. Now he's going to be swinging away, and he grounds it to D.J. Wright. Throw to second out there. No other throw. I think Swan was a little bit late getting over to first. I don't know if they would have had a chance to get that runner or not. But that will be a fielder's choice. Rydell is retired. Wright to Coker for the first out, and runners are at the corners. First and third, one out. The batter is Ben Royal, who is 
who struck out twice against Ham. Well, he needs to strike out again and leave uh, leave that runner at third. He's around the front, pushes it down. The runner's coming home. Throw to the plate is in. Oh! Got in under the Safe. tag. Oh. I thought we had him, John. I did too. Swan got to it quickly and got it to uh, Rudder. And I guess you're right. He did slide in under the tag. So give Royo an RBI. Rice takes a two to one lead. That run is charged to Jaden Ham. Down to second goes Holderbot. And a swing and a miss by Paul Smith, strike one. That should call that a sacrifice, don't you? Could that be one of those sacrifice, uh, fielder's choice sacrifices? That's what I scored. Pitch is just outside, ball one, one and one to Smith. We had a play like that. Two on, one out here in the weeks. sixth. Strike at the knees and it's one and two. Rice is pushed across a run on a squeeze bunt here in the sixth inning. The pitch, a little tap to the right side. Only out they're gonna get is at first. Mabry makes the play for out number two. Ball was hit too slowly to turn a double play. And now we have Runners at second and third with two outs for Jacob Devaney. Devaney is 0 for 3. He's grounded out three times, twice to Mabry, once to DJ Wright. Check swing and a foul out of play off the screen. There you go. There's 100. That answers our question, Dick. Well, they do have it. It'll go to three digits. I did not realize that. That was a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. One strike to count. I guess we didn't realize it because we haven't seen one. We have now. Don't see many of those. No. The pitch. A little tap. Swan leaps up and grabs it, throws to first for the out. It's good to be 6-6. It sure the does. The ball comes at you like that. They will go pitch to first for the third out. Eric Swan comes in, does a good job in relief, but the Owls pick up the go-ahead run. One run, one run on one hit, two left. And we will go to the bottom of the sixth. Rice two, Middle Tennessee one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% on an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of state farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his 
suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Top of the batting order for the Raiders here in the sixth inning. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Destin Snyder will lead it off for the Raiders here in the sixth inning. Got work to do, Dick. Two to one, the Rice Owls with the lead. Snyder, Mabry, and Brett Coker. Raiders are facing a pitcher with an earned run average of 0.9 in three road starts this season, this being his fourth. And they have scratched out one run against him so far. There's the strike call, nothing in one. And I'd say scratched out is the right way to term that one. Raiders scored in the first inning on a Jeremiah Boyd single. There's a ball hit up the middle. Second baseman grabs it, turns, fires, not in time. Wow. Snyder beats the throw to first. And again, how many times have we said it? uh, Not many people that can beat out those infield singles like that, and Eston Snyder is one of them. No substitute for speed. That is the Raiders' third hit off Parker Smith, and the batter is J.T. Mabry. Rounded out in the first, singled in the third. Snyder leads at first. Smith, Mabry around, showed butt, but took the pitch for ball one. JT takes a look at his third base coach. See if the bunt is still on. Smith comes set, throws to first instead. Mabry did not give anything away. Now the right-hander delivers outside, ball two. Showed bunt again. And again, Mabry will step out of the box, look to his third base coach for a sign. Rice had the wheel play on. Two balls, no strikes. Bunts, gonna be foul. They knock it down in foul ground and it's two and one. Snyder returns to first. Now we know they've been willing to bunt with two strikes with Luke Vinson. Throw to first and runner back. 
Keeping a close eye on Eston Snyder over there. Well, I would too if I were them. Here's Smith. Long look. And again, oh, they got him picked off. He is going to be out. Snyder picked off first. That long hesitation, and Eston got a little antsy he over did. there. Thought he saw that move uh, to the plate, and he didn't. Well, that's a big out. Two and one, the count to Mabry. Swung on, ground ball to third. Rydell quickly to first for out number two. Well, that would have been a double play ball. More than likely. Batter is Brett Coker. So a promising start to the inning, but now you're looking at bases empty, two outs. Coker has been hit by a pitch and has struck out. Struck out into a double play. How do you do that? Batter's interference, I guess. Check swing, and the pitch is low, ball one. Well, ordinarily, uh, you'd have a strike him out, throw him out. Catcher got the, uh, the second out unassisted. Swung on, ground foul over by the Rice dugout, one and one. And the pitch in there for a strike. One ball, two strikes to Coker. A swing and a foul. Catcher off with a mask back near the screen. And that one is that just what? skimmed down the backside of the screen, didn't it? Pretty much. It uh, I think. Got managed to get into the second row. Count holding at one and two. Shadow all the way to the infield grass now. So I'm going to drill the left field, a base hit. Coker will turn the left fielder, Devaney, quickly gets it back in. And that is a. Base hit for Coker. So that is the fourth hit for the Raiders. Second hit in the inning, but with the runner having been picked off, cast a different light on this inning. Runner at first, two outs for Briggs Rudder. He is flied to left and popped out to second base. A little bit of action in the uh, Al Bullpen. Smith with the pitch outside, ball one to Rudder. Two runs, seven hits for the Owls. One run, four hits for the Raiders, who are down a run. Runner goes, pitch swung on and missed. Throw to second is late. Coker has stolen second. 
Count will be one and one on Rudder, and now the tying run is in scoring position. Rudder needs the base hit. One ball, one strike to Rudder. Smith checks the runner at second and delivers. Swung on, ground ball outside the bag at first. Uh, Inside pitch was not much he could do with that no, pitch. No, it. Uh, one and two the count. If it were a wood bat, we'd say that one was off the label. I guess it could still be off the label with a metal bat, huh? Or a composite bat. One and two the count. Whatever they make those things of these days. And a little tossed second base. Pitcher stepped off. Not a serious pickoff. No. One and two the count to Rudder. Jeremiah Boyd waiting to hit next. And the pitch. Foul straight back. Count holding at a ball and two strikes. Parker Smith working uh, inside pretty effectively now. That got him in trouble in the first inning, but uh, I think he's got it figured out. Another one-two pitch coming to Rudder. And it is swung on and fouled off. Wonder if his pitch count's getting up there. We, well, I hope so. I'd like to see another pitcher out there. Oh, the sooner <laughs> the better. We have not been able to do much with this right-hander. Yeah. One and two the count to Rudder. Well, he was a uh, pitcher of the week earlier this season. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed. Struck him out. That will do it for the Raiders in the sixth. No runs, two hits, but one left. And it's still two to one. Totals after six, Rice, two runs, seven hits, no errors. Middle Tennessee, one run, four hits, no errors. Two to one, Rice, as we go to the seventh on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we take you into the seventh inning. Two to one game, Rice leading. Raiders won the first game. 
completing the suspended game with a six to nothing win in the opening game as the freshman Patrick Johnson and Ollie Aikens combined on a four hit shutout. And Jackson Galloway had a home run in that game. Second baseman twice leading Pierce here. Gallo. Pierce Gallo will lead it off. Has two singles and three trips. Right-handed batter facing the right-hander Eric Swan working in his second inning of relief. First pitch outside, ball one. Update from up the road in Bowling Green. They're in the top of the eighth up there. Florida Atlantic still has those seven runs we talked about earlier, but uh, Western Kentucky has come back seven to five in the eighth. There's a strike called, one and one to Gallo. It'd be nice if the uh, Hilltoppers could come back and win that one. One ball, one strike. Pitches a strike, and it's one and two. And if we were playing Gallo straight up, no shifting on this right-handed batter. And the pitch swung on him, missed, struck him out. Took a little off. That one came in at 88. And a swinging strike. Yeah, and off the plate. Uh, so even if he had figured out the, the speed, he wasn't going to get the location. Guy Garibay will be the hitter. He's 0 for 2 with a walk. Swan misses inside with the first pitch to him. One ball, no strikes. They do shift for Garibay now. Three infielders to the right side of second base and a ground ball off Swan's glove. That's going to result in a hit. Mm. Jennings uh, was over there. He was playing the only, uh, no, that was uh, Coker, I guess, that got to the ball, but had no chance to get him at first. That'll be an infield hit for Garibay. Designated hitter number 28, Aaron Smigelski. That is the first hit allowed by Swan. Runner at first, one out. Here's Smigelski. If he had let it go, would it, was, you think that would have been an infield out? Just thinking that. Strike call, nothing in one. It was, uh, it, it really looked to me like uh, Coker was going to be able to make the play. Outside for a ball, one and one. It's very difficult for a pitcher to know exactly oh, where gosh. his infielders You're, are. He's, no, you can't. He's got his back to them, and, uh, of course, he wants to make the play. Yeah, you can't fault can. uh, Swan for trying to make the play. Swinging a foul, one and two. Sometimes it works the other way. We saw one the other night. We sure did. Caromed off the pitcher's glove right to Mabry, and he made the play Right first. to him. <laughs> one ball, two strikes. Swan with the pitch and a ground foul. First base coach will pick it up, toss it out of play. Count holding at one and two to Smigelski. Sophomore, he is a he is the DH. 
in this game as he was in game one. Swan with the pitch almost hit him inside. Oh, at 100 miles an hour. Yeah. yeah, you need to be getting out of the way. Yes, you do. Two balls, two strikes. Let's see if that intimidates Smigelski at all. Pitch swung on, foul down the right side. Mabry coming over in foul ground near the fence, and it's just out of reach. Yep. So the count holds at two and two. Let's see, that fastball was nine. Was that a changeup? If you can throw a hundred, is a is ninety a changeup? Could be. <laughs> can you imagine that? Fouled out of play. Count will hold at two and two. Normally, when Swan is scheduled to pitch, uh, the scouts are here with their radar guns wherever. San Antonio, anywhere. But uh, he was not scheduled to pitch today, and so they're not here to see all this. The pitch outside. That will make it three and two. Now, unless some of the scouts who also come to check out Jaden Ham, unless they're still around. They're getting a good look at Swan. The pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out. That one at 99. Smigelski, as he uh, turned to go to the dugout, said something to the umpire. I suspect was that a strike? Well, you swung at it, sir, so that was a strike. Here's yeah, Connor I, Walsh. I thought that ball was in the zone. Oh, almost hit him, backed him away. Ball one. Walsh struck out his first two times against Ham, and then Jaden walked him to lead off the sixth. And that leadoff walk proved what it always does to be uh, <laughs> disastrous. Yes. He scored the go-ahead run. Strike called, one and one to Walsh. Whether it's a walk or a hit batter, if you Put that leadoff hitter on uh, on base, you're in trouble. Swing and a foul, back to the screen, one and two the count. Nothing going on in their bullpen, is there, John? Not a thing, uh, yeah, well, no. I just thought I saw somebody, but that's just a guy that still got his jacket on. Swing and a ground ball, foul outside the bag at first. No, there's nothing going on in their bullpen. D.J. Wright coming over, spirited, but in foul territory, and the count holds at one and two. Swan with the pitch outside. Good backhand stop by Rudder. Saved him a wild pitch. Two balls, two strikes. Swan comes set and deals and struck him out swinging. 
Swan strikes out the side in the seventh. No runs. One hit and one left. It is seventh inning stretch time here in game two of our series with the score. Rice two, Middle Tennessee one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. We go to the Raider half of the seventh inning. Rice leading two to one. Jeremiah Boyd will lead it off. He'll be followed by Galloway and DJ Wright. As the Raiders try to get back in this game. Now, Parker Smith, the uh, Rice starter, is up to 89 pitches as we go to the bottom of the seventh here. Well, he has no complete games on his uh, stat sheet this season. Looks like Rice is uh, starting to get somebody ready. Jeremiah Boyd will lead it off. He singled and drove in the Raiders' only run. We had a chance. Yeah, we had a chance to get to Smith in the sixth. We just uh, had a uh, runner get picked off first base, had a leadoff single, and couldn't do anything with it. Boyd won for two. And Parker Smith ready to go. He has not walked anybody, he has struck out. There's a swing and a foul back. One strike to Boyd. Well, there's still a little bit of uh, wind, but it's not a, I would say it's not a factor like it was early in this ball game. Pitch inside, almost hit him. One and one. I said three strikeouts. I think he has four. He struck out Rudder to end the sixth. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Swung on, hit deep to left, way back, and this ball game is tied. 
Jeremiah Boyd. Ah. Deep yes. to left center. You know, uh, four innings ago, that ball probably doesn't do that. So Boyd, with his 10th home run of the season, has tied this game at 2-2. That's why he's in the lineup. Two for three today for Jeremiah. With a couple of RBIs. In fact, he's driven in both Raider runs. Two to two. That's why he's in the lineup too. Here's Galloway. Jackson 0 for two has grounded out twice. Pitch to the plate. Breaking ball in for a strike. So Boyd now with 10 home runs on the season. Swung on, ground ball in the hole. Shortstop grabs it, fires to first, and just got him. Galloway grounds out short to first. Trying to pick up a number on that uh, right-hander throwing in the uh, Rice bullpen. As long as it's not Trevor Hoffman, I'm okay with it. Here's DJ Wright, 0 for 2. Pitch over but low, ball one. That might be Mark Perkins. Swing at a foul. Count will go to one and one. Perkins came on in the uh, eighth inning of the, the suspended game. Pitch to, uh, to DJ Wright, struck him out looking. Pitch is outside, got by the catcher. So I guess if you've only thrown, what, four or five pitches, you might be able to come back later in the day. Two balls and a strike. Don't see why not. Well, he's the one that's throwing. Here's Smith with the pitch. Strike called. I started to say high, but I guess it was a high strike. I guess. I thought it was outside. Two and two. And the right-hander's pitch just missed a little bit low. Full count. Three balls, two strikes. One out here in the seventh, two to two. And Smith with the pitch, a swinging strike. Right strikes out for the second out. John, that home run by Jeremiah Boyd was only the second home run Smith has given up all season. Wow in uh, some 60 some odd innings. Here is Gabe Jennings, 0 for 2. Just grounded out and flight out. Takes the pitch for ball one. Smith must be getting up close to 100 pitches now because he was at 89 going into this inning. Swing and a miss, one ball, one strike. Yeah, I don't see how they 
can even think about bringing him back out for the uh, for the eighth inning. Yeah, he's oh, he's well over a hundred now. The one-one pitch, off speed, just missed two and one. After uh, the at uh, after the DJ right at bat, he was at 101. So see three, that's 104. There's 105. Swung on, fly ball, going to be a foul ball down the left side. Everybody on a long run. They can't get there. Count will go to two and two. Shortstop and the left fielder were chasing that one down there where the uh, tarp is located. I'd like to know what the ground rule is for that area. Because I'm sure there is one. Two balls, two strikes. Jennings looks at a pitch low for ball three. Full count now to the Raider third baseman. Outside and he walked him. That is the first walk allowed by Smith. And you can tell and he might be getting just a little bit weary out there. Now we're going to have a uh, visit from the dugout. And Luke Benson is a scheduled batter. And that's going to be a new pitcher. I can already see uh, Perkins He's just walked out the gate. So we'll have a pitching change here. We'll take a break, tell you about the new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit willfraleylaw.com or call 615-410-7290. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Had a pitching change by Rice. Their new pitcher is uh, right-hander Justin Long, 6'1", a junior from Kingwood, Texas. Making his uh, 14th appearance, 12th in relief. He's thrown, uh, uh, given up, uh, well, he's thrown 29 innings. Given up uh, 20 runs on se uh, 17 of them, earned on 29 hits. 10 walks, 21 strikeouts, 5.28 ERA, a 2 and 3 record. He's given up uh, 9 of those uh, 30, uh, 29 hits, 9 of them have been for extra bases. So he is in after the starter, Parker Smith, goes. Six and two thirds, 
Luke Benson, after the first pitch, fouls it straight back for strike one. Well, this kid came in throwing some heat. That was a 94-mile-an-hour fastball. Gabe Jennings, who just drew a full-count walk, is the runner at first. Pitches outside to Benson, one and one. So Jennings represents the go-ahead run here in the seventh inning. Justin Long, the right-hander, with the pitch. Strike at the letters, one and two. Long comes set. And the pitch missed outside. Two balls, two strikes to Luke Vincent. A swing and a miss. Struck him out. And that'll do it for the Raiders in the seventh inning. So Long comes in, strikes out Vincent, but in the inning, one run, one hit. That was the home run by Jeremiah Boyd. One left. And we will go to the eighth inning, and we've got a brand new ball game. Raiders 2, Rice 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We go to the eighth inning, and a new pitcher is on for the Raiders. He is right-hander James Sells. On for his team-leading 17th appearance. He's thrown uh, 37 and third innings, giving up 28 runs, 19 of them earned on 48 hits. 14 walks, 29 strikeouts, a 4.58 ERA, a 1-2 record with six saves. This is not a save opportunity. Both of the starting pitchers are going to take no decisions today. James appeared on uh, Wednesday night in Nashville against Lipscomb, went two and a third, gave up one run. It was unearned on one hit. And he will pitch first to Rydell. Leading off the Rice eighth inning, first pitch is a ball. One ball, no strikes. Left-hand hitting third baseman. Sales comes back, and a ground ball hit sharply past D.J. Wright. That's rolling into foul 
territory. Snyder up with it. Throw comes back in, but into second base with a double is Rydell. Rydell's had a pretty good afternoon. That's his third hit. And here's a second base with nobody out. First base number 35 to Holderbach. So the batter is Drew Holderbach. Has two singles and three trips. So right away, Rice puts the potential go-ahead run on second base with no outs. Raiders think he's going to bunt, but he's not showing bunt. Didn't Takes show a strike. bunt on that. Nothing in one, the count. Well, Holder Bach has had a decent afternoon. Two for three. Sells comes set. Checks his runner, pick off at second. Safe. A pretty well executed pickoff yeah. play. Throw a little bit to the uh, right field side of second base. On the bag, just uh, one strike to count the pitch. In there for a call strike, nothing in two. Eric Swan was uh, fairly impressive, Dick. Two innings, no runs on one hit, no walks. Three, Three strikeouts. strikeouts, yeah. Two strikes to count. And check swing, it's in the dirt outside. Final numbers on Parker Smith, uh, the rice starter. He goes six and a third. Two runs, both earned on five hits, one walk, five strikeouts, and a couple of hit uh, hit batter. One ball, two strikes to count the pitch. And struck him out swinging. Holderbach down on strikes for out number one. Here's the shortstop, Royo, who has struck out twice. And hit into a fielder show. Actually, he bunted and bunted in the run that put Rice ahead two to one on a safety squeeze. First pitch by Sells. Swung on. Fly ball shallow. And going to be Mabry to chase wow. it down. He'll take it on the infield dirt. He had to move at least 55 feet to track that baseball down. That is out number two. The catcher number 14, Paul Smith. Here's the catcher, Paul Smith, who has walked, lined out, and grounded out. 0 for 2 in this game. Rydell still the runner at second after that leadoff double. Swing and a miss, strike one to Smith. James Sells, who got saves in each game at Western Kentucky a couple of weeks ago. Swing and a miss, strike two. Smith, uh, his last at-bat was 
able to get a bat, a bat on a 98-mile-an-hour fastball. Hadn't seen anything close to that. Ground ball in the hole, base hit. And that's going to Galloway charges. Here comes the throw to the plate, and it's going to be cut off, and Rice has taken the lead 3-2. to two. And Smith comes through for the Owls with a two-strike, two-out single. And that leadoff double comes back to, to Costas. Left footer number 24, Jacob. Hit number two, run number one off Sells. And the batter is Deveni. He is 0 for 4. Leadoff man. Takes the pitch inside, ball one. They shift for him. I don't recall them shifting for him with nobody on base. Pitches a ball, ball two. Well, he's hit uh, two ground balls to J.T. Mabry and hit one to D.J. Wright and one back to the pitcher. Swing and a tap foul over by the Raider dugout. Two balls and a strike to Devenny. Well, the Raiders will have the top of the batting order coming up in the eighth inning. They now trail three to two. Runner goes and no throw. Well, he's. I don't think he had a good grip on the baseball. Yeah, uh, he did not. Couldn't make the transfer, but it didn't really matter. Sells wasn't paying attention, and uh, Paul Smith got a huge jump. Two balls, two strikes. Ground ball, right side. Couple of hops to Mabry over to first in time, and the inning is over. But the damage done in the eighth inning, one run, two hits, and a man left. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth. It is Rice 3, Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of (laughs) P-I-Z-Z-A? Obviously. But as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah. That's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering, cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the <laughs> go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Raiders trailing three to two. 
Well, we're gonna we go to the top of the lineup and uh, see if we can't do something. Eston Snyder walking to the plate now. Throw goes down. We need to uh, we need to get a couple of runs here, Dick. So the uh, pitcher Justin Long is a converted catcher. For your information, John. Wow. Had seven career starts against Middle Tennessee as a catcher. Justin Snyder swings, fouls the first pitch out of play. Strike one. Made 71 starts as their catcher over the last two seasons. And now he's a pitcher. Well, I've heard of some catchers being pretty good pitching coaches. Pitch was high, one and one to Snyder. I'm trying to remember any of them that ever made that transition. Swung on, fouled out of play, and the count will go to one and two to Snyder. So they just converted him after last season from catcher to pitcher. Inside for ball, two and two. Well, I went from being a catcher to a batting practice pitcher. There's a pitch low, ball three. Full count, three and two. When I went from being a player to a high school baseball coach, I threw a lot of batting practice. Swung on, fly ball, deep. Left fielder back near the track and right on the warning track. He will haul it in for out number one. Snyder gave it a good ride. Not quite deep enough, one out. Here's J.T. Mabry. He's grounded out twice and single to right. Pitch to the plate, swung on, fly ball, right center field, center fielder Walsh over there will make the catch for out number two. Two up, two down in the eighth inning, and Brett Coker will stand in. The base hit his last time up. One for two, and he's been hit by a pitch. They don't even list him as a catcher anymore, do they? Just as a pitcher. Long come set, pitches foul to the screen. He threw that one at 94, John. Nothing and won the count. High for a ball, one ball, one strike. Rice leading three to two. We're in the bottom of the eighth inning. Coker. Oh. Had a notion and took the pitch, and yeah. it was called a strike. That, uh, that was on the uh, upper range of the zone, I suspect. 
That's what it looked like to me. One and two the count. Swung on the line, but right at the shortstop who makes the grab. Coker got all of that one, but hit it right to the shortstop. Three up, three down in the eighth inning. Nothing across. We've completed eight full innings. Rice three, Middle Tennessee two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. So we go to the ninth inning with the Raiders trailing 3-2. James Sells out for his second inning of work. He will pitch to the Owls' second baseman, Pierce Gallo, to lead it off here in the ninth. Gallo has two singles and four trips. He's a right-handed batter. It's out of Marietta, Georgia. Transfer from Clemson. And hit him with the first pitch. You can hear that all the way up here. So the first man on in the ninth. In the eighth, they got a leadoff double, put the first man on, and eventually scored the go-ahead run. Runner at first, nobody out. Here's Garibay. He's one for three with a walk. Got a single in the seventh inning. Hits one to center field. Benson back, still going back, over his head, off the wall. Throw coming in, they'll hold the runners at second and third. Had to hold that runner at first. That's a long double for Garibay. Yeah, you had to, it couldn't go more than halfway or so because you didn't know whether Vincent was going to haul that in. So that is the third hit off James Sells. And with no outs, the Raiders are going to bring the infield in as. Spikelski will come up. He is one for four with a double. And the pitch to the plate, outside ball one. Sun is dropped now down below the uh, press box over at Floyd Stadium. Not sundown yet, but... uh, Sun is set for Reese Smith Field. Outside ball two to the left-handed hitter. Gallo hit by that 
First pitch of the inning is the runner at third and Garabay, who just doubled, is on at second. And the pitch. Outside ball three. Looked to me like he was trying to throw a breaking ball that just got away from him. Three balls, no strikes. And there's a strike at the knees, three and one. That was just a get me over changeup. Sales pitching out of the stretch, swinging a foul, and that will fill the count up at three and two. Raiders start a right-hander throwing down in the bullpen. The 3-2 pitch coming. Swung on, line to right field. One run will score. They will hold him at first and third. As Gallo comes in to score, make it four to two. Garibay goes to third and Smigelski with an RBI single is on at first. Center fielder number five, Connor Walsh. And the batter is Connor Walsh, the center fielder, and still nobody out in this ninth inning. Sells with the pitch, strike call, nothing in one. This pitch is low into the dirt. It looks like Baranek in the Raider bullpen. One ball, one strike, the count to Connor Walsh. There's still nobody out in this inning. Rice with runners at first and third. Fly ball to center. Benson coming on, dives. Gets through. And cannot get it. The run will score from third. The other runners had to hold up. So they get one. That will go as a hit for Walsh. Probably a double. Yeah, Run Luke, was, uh, Luke uh, was uh, dove for that ball, was able to at least knock it down. So it did not get past him. But uh, by the time he got back up, still nobody out. Runners at second and third. Two runs in. Five to two, Rice. And again, the Raiders have to bring the infield in. Pitches a strike on the outside corner to Jack Rydell, who has three hits today. Swing and a miss. No balls, two strikes to Rydell. Yeah. 
Swung on, fouled out of play to the left. Count holes at 0-2. That is Baranek throwing in the Raider bullpen. You just know they don't want to have to bring him in so they'd have him available tomorrow. Here's another 0-2 pitch coming. Pretty good looking pitch called the ball. One and two. Strong on hit hard off the shortstop's glove. One run will score. Second run will come in. And it is now seven to two. And they've given him an error. Well, that's a tough call with that infield pulled in the way well, it, it was. It sure is. That ball was scorched. Both runs score. And that's going to be all for, uh, well, is it? Yeah, that's going to be it. He's just called for uh, Baranek. So we will have a new pitcher coming in for the Raiders. We will take a break. Tell you about him when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of state farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. So the Raiders have made a pitching change here in the night. Four runs have scored. The ball hit by Rydell has been changed to a hit. That was a scorcher. Yeah. Just off Coker's glove in the shallow left field with the infield pulled in. That was a, calling that an error would have been a, boy, that, that would have been a tough call. So Bryant Baranek will come in out of the bullpen and try to stop this, uh, stop the bleeding here in the ninth. Yeah, uh, Bryant uh, coming on for his 12th appearance. Uh, eighth in relief. He's thrown 31 innings, given up 25 runs on 22 of them earned on 32 hits, 14 walks, 24 strikeouts, a 6.39 ERA, a one and two record. First pitch to Holderbach is down low for ball one. Well, sales got off to a 
rocky start in the ninth by hitting the first batter with a pitch. And then a double by Garibay, a single by Smigelski, and a double by Walsh. Single off the uh, shortstop's glove by Rydell, and the floodgates were open. One ball, one strike now to Holderbach. Ground ball to short. And it's going to be an error. Off Coker's glove and into center field. That will definitely be an error. In fact, it looked like a double play ball to me. I think it looked like a double play ball to Brett as well. And uh, he was probably thinking about the uh, double play before he got the ball in his glove. That happens. So no outs, runners at first and second, and the batter is Royo, the shortstop. Pitch to him, in for a strike, nothing and one. He is hitless today, although he has driven in a run. Pitch swung on, fouled out of play, nothing and two. Jalen Wirtz up in the uh, Raider bullpen. Rice leading seven to two. We're in the top of the ninth, the pitch. Swung on, base hit to left field. They will hold the bases loaded and still nobody out in the inning. So that's the first hit off Baranek. The catcher number 14, Paul Smith. And the batter is Paul Smith. He drove in the uh, go-ahead run in the eighth inning with a single. The pitch to the plate. Strike call, nothing and one. The infield playing back, even at first and third. You know, I think at this point you, you'd rather have outs. You're willing to give up that run to get the out. Ball hit to center field. Vincent going back under it, makes the catch. Two runners will tag. The runner at third scores. The runner at second goes to third, and it's 8-2. to two. RBI sacrifice fly for Smith. That's the first out in the inning. That closes the book on James Sells. Goes one plus innings, gives up six runs, all earned on six hits, no walks, one strikeout, and one hit batter. And it was that hit batter got this inning going. First and third. This is the ninth man to bat in the inning. Leadoff man, Devinney. Ball one from Baranek. Fly ball to left. Galloway back. Makes the catch. Throw coming in as the runner is tagged. He will score. DeBenny drives in a run. 
So two straight sacrifice flies. That run is going to be charged to Baranek. Second base with three. And with two outs, the batter is Gallo. He's the 10th man to bat in the inning. He was the player who was hit by the pitch to start the inning. Pitches almost got hit by the pitch again. <laughs> Inside ball one. Nine to two. Six runs have come across here in the ninth inning. Swung on, fouled out of play. It's one and one. Baranek's pitch, low in the dirt. Two balls and a strike. Swung on, fly ball, left field, Galloway coming on, and he's got it, and thankfully that will end the inning. Ten men come to bat in the ninth inning, and six runs. One, two, three, four, five hits. Six runs, five hits, an error, and two men left. One left. One man left. That's right. One scored on a sacrifice fly. So we will go to the bottom of the ninth. It is Rice 9, Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. You are listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. We go to the bottom of the ninth inning. Riggs Rudder will lead it off for the Raiders against the right-hander Justin Long. Came in and got the last out in the seventh, set him down in order in the eighth. The converted catcher. And the first pitch is a strike called. And since neither starter is going to figure in the decision today, this is uh, Justin Long's to win or lose. Pitch low and inside, one ball, one strike. Well, the news is not all bad today. Western Kentucky has a win over Florida Atlantic, and they're now in extra innings in the second game of their doubleheader. 
Strike call, one and two. That one was tied at eight to eight, is that right? Yep, tied to eight eight uh, in the uh, last time I checked the top of the 11th. Yeah, top of the 11th, uh, they go to the bottom of the 11th now. Swing and a miss, rudder down on strikes for out number one. I invite you to stay with us for our post-game show. I think we've got uh, our equipment problem straightened out. We'll be able to get some words from Coach Myers after the game from field level. Strikeout number two for Long. Here's Jeremiah Boyd. Ball outside. Boyd's home run in the seventh inning tied the game at 2-2, but it was uh, short-lived. Check swing and a strike, one and one. What we got to keep in mind is that this was a one-run ball game going to the ninth inning. You know, you go to the bottom of the ninth and you're only down three to two. You feel like you got them just where you want them. <laughs> Swing and a miss. One and two, the count to Boyd. Swung on, and that is a pop fly in the infield. First baseman under it. He will take it for out number two. So with two outs, Jackson Galloway will hit. Galloway 0 for 3. Just grounded out three times. Check swing. Pitch low for ball one. Swung on. Hit in the air to center field. Uh, that should do it. Walsh makes the catch. Raiders go down in order in the ninth. Nothing across. As Justin Long comes out of the bullpen and goes two and a third innings and retires seven in a row. So the Rice Owls win the second game of the series by a score of nine to two. They even up the series at one game apiece. And the rubber game tomorrow at 12 noon here at Reese Smith Field. Nine runs, 15 hits, no errors for the Owls. And for the Raiders, two runs on five hits, and they committed one error. Rice wins it 9-2. to two. Stay with us now. Our postgame show comes your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. 
For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go to the stadium. Here's Dick Palmer. Thank you. Welcome back uh, to our post-game show as the Raiders fall today 9-2 in the second game of the series after winning game one completing a suspended game from yesterday by a score of six to nothing. The game we're uh, primarily concerned with now is the game which just concluded, which was uh, a fine pitcher's duel for a while. In fact, uh, the game was tied at two to two going into the eighth inning, but Rice picked up uh, a run in the eighth and then added six in the ninth for a nine to two win. Uh, the Raiders scored first, getting a run in the first inning on a Jeremiah Boyd single after a couple of hit batters. Rice came back, tied the game in the second inning on a base hit by uh, Holderback after Rydell had singled. That made it one-to-one. It was that way until the 
sixth inning when the Owls took the lead as Jaden Ham uh, walked the leadoff batter, gave up a single, and he was taken out in favor of uh, Eric Swan. Swan came in, did a good job, uh, got uh, the outs, but they bunted in the go-ahead run and led 2-1. to one. Raiders came right back in the bottom of the seventh. The leadoff home run by Jeremiah Boyd tied the game at 2-2. Two to two. And their starter, Parker Smith, was pulled at that uh, after uh, walking a batter after two outs following the Boyd home run. And Justin Long came in, struck out the first guy he faced, and then got six more in a row uh, to finish out the Raiders. And the Raiders, uh, James Sells, uh, just didn't have it today in the ninth inning, uh, gave up five runs. And Baranek came in, was charged with another run. So, nine to two, the final, John. Yeah, Bar- uh, James Sells uh, just could not get an out in that uh, the ninth inning. He was. We've definitely seen better from him. Uh, I, I think that you got to. Uh, uh, if there's an encouraging thing in this second game, it was those two innings that Eric Swan threw. He uh, goes. Uh, Two innings just gives up one hit. Um, three strikeouts, no walks. You got uh, like that about that. In, uh, Jaden Ham, uh, you know, he goes five plus innings, uh, gives up two runs, seven hits, three walks, uh, and only four strikeouts. Got uh, went deep into too many counts. Got his pitch count way way up, and. Uh, I think he left with 98 pitches, something like that. So he had thrown all he was going to be able to throw. So the Raiders dropped the second game of the series. They are now 19 and 19 on the season, nine and eight in Conference USA. Rice improves to 17 and 22, and they are now seven and 10 in conference play. We're going to go down to the field in just a moment as uh, Austin Pert is down there, and we'll get some remarks uh, following this busy day at Reese Smith Field. The Raiders win one, lose one, and now the game tomorrow will be for the series lead or the, for the to win the series. I don't know what the pitching uh, – it's going to be like tomorrow. We'll find out perhaps when uh, when we get Coach Myers on the air here. I have a feeling they would have liked to have used Baranek tomorrow, but uh, he was the next man up and uh, hoping that he could come in and put out that fire, and uh, he did. But by then the damage was uh, was very much done. So we're still waiting down below. Uh, Eric Swan is normally the has normally been the uh, Sunday pitcher for Middle Tennessee. In fact, today was his first uh, relief appearance of the season, and as you mentioned, uh, he did an excellent job. You know, it might be that uh, Eric Swan is a relief pitcher, which is just fine because there are a lot of uh, guys in the big leagues 
who come in and close ball games and throw 98, 99, 100. And we saw some 100-mile-an-hour fastballs from Eric Swan today. And the important thing was he controlled it all. Uh, that's been his uh, downfall throughout this entire season. Okay, we're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, uh, hope to have Coach Myers uh, for you then on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Welcome back into our postgame show. The Raiders earn a split in the first two games of the series, winning the suspended game from last night by a score of six to nothing. Uh, Patrick Johnson in that game went five and two thirds innings, uh, and he was. 
still in control when the rains came last night and, of course, uh, could not come back today. But Ollie Aikens picked up right where he left off, went three and a third and uh, did not allow a run. So the Raiders pick up a shutout win in the first uh, game of this series. Combined uh, the two freshmen, allowed only four hits and one walk in the game. In the second game, it was uh, a good pitcher's duel for a while. Tied at one-to-one, and then uh, Rice took a two-to-one lead in the sixth inning. Raiders came back and tied it on a Jeremiah Boyd home run in the seventh. Rice went ahead with a run in the eighth, three-to-two going into the ninth, but the floodgates opened, and Rice scored six runs in the top of the ninth inning for a nine-to-two win. Jaden Ham started for the Raiders and uh, had a uh, – I thought he had a decent outing. Uh, his pitch count got up, and he was taken out after five innings, allowing two runs on seven hits. Eric Swan had two scoreless innings. James Sells came in and just did not fare well in that last inning, and Baranek had to come in and finish up. So we have uh, Coach uh, Myers down. Austin Pert is uh, with him, so we're going to take you down to the field. I'm here with head coach Jerry Myers after today's games for Middle Tennessee baseball uh, against Rice. Coach, it was obviously a quick turnaround between games one and two after finishing yesterday's suspended contest. What was that turnaround like in terms of you know logistics, strategy? Uh, yeah, it was a little bit unusual uh, sequence uh, there, but uh, it wasn't uh, uh, anything uh, too out of uh, character for what we needed to do. We did a normal pregame, um, just like we would as we were starting a doubleheader or, you know, coming back after a rain delay kind of deals in terms of getting ready. Um, it was a, uh, a different schedule than what we were used to, but both sides were doing the same thing. And, uh, you know, for the most part, we were focused on trying to get that first one uh, finished and, and stay on the right side of that and uh, uh, be ready to try to do what we could after that uh, with their with their best guys uh, starting game two. And the pitching was good uh, for nearly the entire day, end of game one, most of game two. You've got Sells in there, who six saves on the year. How good do you feel in that spot, even if it doesn't work out in the end? I mean, that's where we wanted to be right there. Um, you know, our best guy out of the bullpen in the, in the point in time where, you know, we're we're getting towards the end of the game and uh, hopefully getting close to the point where we get their starter out. And uh, we did all that. Uh, he just uh, wasn't able to do what he had been able to do most of the last three weeks or so. And, uh, um, you know, that, that can happen. It has happened. And many guys have uh, been in that situation. But uh, then you, then you got to figure out, okay, how long do we stick with him? Because he has thrown well and he has, you know, had a couple points in there where it was we're one pitch away from – you know, keeping the damage where it needed to be and uh, just didn't happen. And then going into tomorrow, uh, still a relatively uh, available bullpen uh, starter still to be determined. Uh, what goes into a game like tomorrow? I know it's another one-game series, as you like to say, but what goes into tomorrow being the rubber match? Well, I mean, it's an opportunity, again, once once again, uh, to win a series at home. But it's a, it's one game to go at it as hard as you can. And uh, whoever's available to throw, uh, be ready to contribute. Um, they had a TBA uh, to be announced starter for game three uh, as well. So um, we've managed our bullpen where some guys that have thrown, uh, did throw, might be able to throw back-to-back -back days uh, based on their pitch counts. And uh, uh, we'll, we'll just play matchup and uh 
and try to go uh, maybe one time through the order with a guy if that's if that's the right move to make and uh, try to mix and match a little bit uh, if we have to coming out of the bullpen. Perfect. Head coach Jerry Myers here in Middle Tennessee back in action for a series finale tomorrow at noon here at Reese Smith Jr. Field against Rice. All right. Thank you, Austin. Thanks, Coach Myers, for his uh, postgame comments as the uh, the Raiders uh, will go into tomorrow, of course, with a chance to win the series, as he said. But it's uh, it's just one game. They're going to go out and try to win one game uh, tomorrow, John, and uh, see if they can do that. Well, you, uh, you just have to – Realize that you're going to get some of those younger pitchers tomorrow and uh, they're going to have to suck it up. And uh, uh, hopefully Patrick Johnson and uh, uh, Ollie Akins can give them the formula. Well, yeah, they set the, uh, they set the mark today, yeah, didn't they? They did. Uh, the bar has been set. And uh, so, uh, you know, when you get this deep into a season, though, uh, you're not much of a freshman anymore. You, You've uh, you've seen what college baseball looks like, and okay, you've seen we'll, some good ones. Yeah, we'll do it again tomorrow. Uh, Twelve noon is starting time. We'll be on the air with our pregame show at eleven forty-five. Again, Middle Tennessee and Rice split uh, a pair today. Raiders win six to nothing, and in the second game, Rice prevails by a score of nine to two. Our studio producer has been Connor Haynes for John Callow. This is Dick Palmer. Thank you so much for listening. We'll join you with more Blue Raider baseball tomorrow at 1145 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.